Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 222. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. Stick around after the episode for some GM notes if you're interested. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. All right, Chuck, what's your plan? Uh, so at some point I need to talk to Helleth more to ask her really what, why that book is gone or... Or when it was, or yeah, when it went missing. We need to talk to them all. Why don't we just talk to them all first? Yeah. Do you think he hates me? I don't know that he has the capacity for that strong an emotion. <laughs> Helleth, on the other hand. Helleth. You don't think it's normal to charge more if you don't like somebody? I think that is normal. Well, unfortunately. You think we just need to get him to like us more? I think we just need to get him to recognize that professionally that is a bad practice. So why don't we just we go ask him like we want to we just want to understand what the breakdown of charges is, just so we know when we inevitably need to order more things, what exactly we're getting, and if there's substitutions we can make. And hopefully when he goes over the charges, it will become clear they don't add up quite the way they're supposed to. Maybe they do. Maybe I just need to know what I didn't realize that they were so labor intensive, but maybe they were. Maybe, and maybe we're getting swindled. So, yeah, we can go talk to Small. We're going to handle this with one negotiation check, and that will accomplish all the things we just discussed there. I'm spending a, a point on Gamal's side, so he's two reds, and you have your negotiation. You have Hepa along that she can assist you. Yep, I'm going to spend one as well. And... We have Ulrich's implicit assistance in some fashion? Or... Yeah, you, you are going into this kind of like knowing what fight you need to fight. Yes. And you know some of the motivational stuff. So yes, so you will get blue die from that. You do get a black die because of his, similarly, for his biases. Okay. I do not have a knack for negotiating. I think you're going to be better at it than me. Well, mate, how can you help? <laughs> I need to stun silence. I feel like dissonance. No, that's not going to help. No, but I wanted to augment myself before going in. Yeah, and he's not making the check, so there's no clever retort. That's true. Alright, so this is a variety of successes and, and advantage. one advantage. So four successes and one advantage. So first we thank them all for being able to answer our urgent need for treatment of a patient. We think that probably did save his life. But he is alive, but that is what saved his life. So we thank him, like Trick will shake his hand and make him Damal slightly uncomfortable <laughs> by doing so. Damal does know the patient is alive and the patient responded because she did send her follow-up report. Yes, but Trick's going to say this in person. Okay. Uh, just to make sure he knows, thanks very much. Uh, we talked with Ulrich, understand he, he fronted the money, and we thank him for that. Uh, we want to make sure we understand, I guess Ulrich fronted, we didn't see the full breakdown of everything. We want to make sure we understand that for when we inevitably need to purchase more things from you, we just have a, a clear uh, readout of what's what, so there's no confusion about anything. Okay, you have 60 with advantage. Yes. I am not going to provide a, a bill here with, yeah, with yeah, anything yeah. marked out. 
and and you did succeed here. So like the mall will like back down like some of it. But I will also explain to you like why the bill is so high. Is it because it's letter reading services for all the letters I write to Alric? So, <laughs> so there's multiple things at play here. One, regarding just the Adarin delivered letters mm-hmm. from HEPA, those are consultations that are more laborious than like an in-person consultation are mm-hmm. because he has to read through her drivel. <laughs> like He has to like read through her stuff and figure out what she meant without being able to dialogue with her. So it's a lot more labor intensive from his perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. And there's all the drawings and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And that consumes more time and everything like that. And he has to deliver his response in writing, which also consumes more time and more material than an in-person consultation. So the correspondence course for alchemy is quite different from like the you're staying at my counter and I tell you stuff. Internship is what I'm hearing. Yeah. So that costs like way more. You guys will also get out of this that Damal has read everything that you have written to Alric. Okay. You write to Alric about stuff related to magic. Right. Which Damal is subjected to. Right, right, right. Damal doesn't like put it that way, but that he has to deal with that, and that's like mental trauma or whatever. Like, right, right, right. Duly noted. Yeah. Restrain him. Yeah. I hope. Peppa was trying to not write him that directly, but I don't know. I think I still have to figure out when she figures out. At this point, you now know, like, Damal has definitely read everything that you've written to Elric. Because, like, when Damal is talking about, like, Peppa's opinions on how things worked and stuff like that, he's not only referencing stuff that you wrote to him. Mm -hmm. There's things that you wrote to Elric about your observations and, like, how the combat went and, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Because you tried alchemical stuff during that combat. Right. And... You said that you wrote to Alric about how the fighting and all went, and so Damal is like referencing alchemical things you told okay, Alric. Okay, so she, I'm trying to think about like how she's gonna interpret. Does Damal just read everybody's mail? Well, maybe Adarin comes through here, or maybe she didn't realize that she was mixing up information right. to Alric that should have gone to Damal. I don't think it's still like a very obvious thing that he needs to read it, but I don't know if she's like, why are you reading Alric's mail? But she doesn't know about the custom, so. So then on the issue of of like Katchen's particular treatment, there was like the emergency response needed, which also that was a, a specific formulation and everything. So he like essentially like worked all night in the lab doing experiments and everything. Plus you bought material from him. Yep. So yes, it cost more than you expected, but there was also way more work than you were aware of. Yeah. It wasn't just, I sit down and I, 15 minutes, write you a letter and tell you everything you need to do. Like there He was, doesn't have all the time in the world like I do. But also, there was original research done. Mm-hmm. But you succeed your check. Yep. You have advantages. Do you wish to open his mind about, is it okay for Hepa to talk about magic things? Like, in her analysis of alchemy. Is that, like, a fight you want to fight? So, I think... Maybe the way to frame it is, like, how do you feel about magic? Like, other people use it, and if you're a public-facing shop, they may come to you with these kind of... You need to be aware of how your reagents interact with those kinds of Because, things. after all, he is not denying that magic exists. Yes. Magic is real, and it does affect things. It is distasteful, perhaps abhorrent, but it is there. And also, people may... They uh, may befall magical maladies that you have the antidote to. That it is, the antidote is not magical, but you can correct the problem. Ah, that 
non-magical alchemy could save them from magic. Exactly. Okay, so he will knock 50 gold pieces off. For goodwill and understanding, not that he would actually, uh, the price was firm, but... Also understanding that, you know, like, you were not in a position to negotiate when you made the demands of him. Yes, we, again, appreciate the amount of time you put in. Yeah. At this point, you are free to kind of, like, establish the terms of your write-by-mail alchemy school. Yeah, I mean, maybe I should just write down a price list of whatever it costs so that so that I at least bring enough money if I'm going okay. to. Okay, so it's going to be a 50 gold piece per lesson, essentially. Okay. But then there's, like, some things. I'm not going to know that it's so labor-intensive until he gets it. If you write him a letter saying, this is all the alchemy stuff I've been up to, and he has to read that and respond it and correct all your errors. Right. That's a 50 gold piece lesson consultation. Okay. And he's not asking for you to, like, stick coins in Adarin. Right. Alric can carry the debt until the next time you're in town. Look, shared finances already. Look at how fast that relationship is moving. Whoa. I mean, it's funny because he's just like, you sent me a flower and I'm like, you paid for reagents <laughs> for me. Okay, but he is making you pay back. <laughs> <laughs> but he's fronting me the money. Yes. Yes, he is. All right. So I think that takes care of the Damal stuff. Yeah. Although, you know, I do realize what Hep is going to say. I think she's going to say... That how clever it was that Alric thought to tell him about, because I don't know that she'd still think he'd be reading letters, but Alric must have told him about that he thought to tell you about these things, that it would be useful. He must have learned at least something in alchemy. Does Demol demur? Because at that point, that would be what you would think, right? You think this person can read. They must have told him. Okay. So you make that comment. Yeah. Does Demol need a cool check? No, Demol's not going to play it cool, because... Damal remains a certain amount of bitterness regarding Alaric and his apprenticeship. Mm. Oh, crap. I just played... Yeah. Um, no, and so you, you made that comment like, oh, like, Alaric must have learned something. And Damal is just like, no. Alaric learned very little during his apprenticeship. Not even how to read. Oh. 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 <laughs> so, that is uh, Damal's surly response. And you guys are free to move on to your next NPC. Oh. You can roll recover strength. Oh, yeah, we should probably do that at some point. Maybe we should stay a couple of extra days so I can teach Alric to read. That's going to take more than a couple of days. <laughs> That's what I'm going to have to do is spend some time in South Tower just to learn alchemy and make sure that Alric knows how to read. And you could write him a letter to teach him how to read. Well, send him an alphabet. So now she's not sure if he ever read them or knew what was in them. She's going to have to ask him. I mean, he got the flower. But then she's not sure what he knows that she told him. She doesn't know if Damal read it to him or whatever. I mean, you could ask Damal right now. Did she just dictate the, undictate the letters? Maybe at this point you recall that Damal asked you if you knew how to read. When the letter from Catchin came to you at the parting glass, Damal asked if you knew how to read and then let you have the letter. But I never got... I've never seen somebody get read to, right? So it might be just like, too bad, <laughs> you can't read. I suppose Health must know how to read, then. Because she handles her own. I don't know, she talked to them all on her own. She was working with Catchin, and he can read. Yeah, but when she was sending him a letter. You know that Health met with Damal to send a letter to Catchin? Yeah. But Damal is the really tiny writer. You also know that Health received a message from Catchin, and that Damal was not going to deliver it, and Ulrich said, I think she would want to know. 
And so Damal went into the bedroom, but you don't know whether Damal handed over a letter or whether he read it aloud to her. Interesting. I don't think I'm going to ask Damal. I'm going to ask Alric. Oh, that's a smarter idea. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair. I think Alric likes me more than Damal does. I'm just going to (laughs) say, based on behaviors. I think so. Does that mean we owe Alric 200 gold? We owe him now 200 gold still, yes. Okay. Presuming that he gets his 50 coins back from Damal. Yeah, that was my... Or Damal has given us the 50 coins back. And this point, just like, all right, Damal, take the 50 and run! Ha-ha, <laughs> sucker! This is, it's just been a long con. Yep, all for 50 coins. All right, where to next? This caravan seems like a good thing to hop on board with. Does that involve talking to your mom? That's where Trick might start. I mean, that's probably too high in terms of getting on board the caravan, but... Uh, or maybe Sergeant Mustache. Henrik? Henrik would actually be the more appropriate. I mean, you did express that you would tell Maeve Anador's fate. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I was going to do that, too. Yeah, so we can talk to Maeve. That can get us on the caravan. I don't Are you... Would you be on board with that? Guarding a caravan? I guess. Let me just say, we would get to go west somewhere new. If you think I'm up to the task. It's You're not exactly a career. Well, no. We're just... Along for the ride. If there's any trouble along the way, we take care of it. Beats walking alone, I figure. Yeah. Um, and then, I need to talk to Helen. Apparently the Book of Wrist is gone? They're like, yeah, well, I mean, they did tell off where it might be. So maybe he took it. So Didn't I'm, you give him Helen's contact or something? Maybe. I've kind of lost track of where I put all my fingers. I think Helen knows when it left. <laughs> yeah. She may not know where it is now. I wonder if she was hired to steal it. So we should talk to Helen. I mean, if I was going to steal something, I would hire Helen to do it. She seems really good. That's your point. And she's the only thief I really know. Okay. So Helen, Maeve, maybe Raysa, if they know it's missing. They don't. That's something I want to be really careful about, though. So when does the caravan leave? I assume whenever is plot convenient. It was said, like, there's one leaving in a few days. Yeah. So then, unless there's other leads we might be able to get in town, but I just don't know who we would ask. Yeah, it's a tricky, tricky bit. But that, that's what we can talk about now. I don't know. Would you rather talk to Helleth first, or do you want to join me in talking to, talk to Maeve slash Henrik to get a lead on the caravan? I assume if they're going to hire us, then they'll want to see both of us. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and do that. All right. So I'll approach the... The tower. The tower. Okay. I don't know, Sergeant Henrik is, you know, on duty, perhaps. You are able to be seen by Maeve. Oh, okay. You are Maeve's son. Mm, I don't know what privileges that gives me. It gives you the privilege of being able to see your mother. Uh, for a few minutes over lunch, in her busy schedule. Uh, first I inquire, has she had any more trouble from the rats? So, first off, this is not over a meal. Okay, fair enough. You arrive there, she can come and she can talk with you. She is... Not viewing this as stepping away from her duties or anything like that. Like, it's not as regimented a, a thing as a modern-day job. Okay. She is captain of the guard 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's a fair point. And her relationship is not so casual with you that she'll be like, oh, let's sit down and have some sandwiches and catch up. If you want sandwiches, you need to find Jedith. That's a good point. He's the sandwich expert. Uh, but I do ask her about the rats just who started off as that I professionally care in some context. Yeah. You're um, talking with her kind of as she does, like, a perimeter walk around the tower edge. And, uh, you know, she says, it's a city. The rats are always a problem of one form or another. There seemed to be some internal fighting going on in the organization for a while. 
Well, there was a power vacuum left. There hasn't been as much of a dust-up as uh, what you were involved in. Oh, that's good. Uh, the javelineers recovered? Yes, oh, the javelineers recovered from the, the wall that hit them. Oh, that's good to hear. The rat that survived the encounter will soon be gainfully employed elsewhere. You know, I was going to ask about that. I heard there was a caravan that was heading out that might need some extra help, because uh, the cargo itself might be on the run. Yes, she confirms that. She has Henrik and a couple other of the guards are on detail for that, but the caravan itself is is not viewing that as sufficient and will be hiring additional help. Well, Hepa and I were looking to head west. We figured that might be a straightforward way to do it. Um, At least, uh, well, keep us on the road. We thought we did it reasonably well, dusting up with the rats, as you said. They have said that, like, Henrik's report of you guys was both very favorable following the action against the rats. And Trick, you yourself are runner-up for the archery competition at the Full Bloom Festival. Well, I didn't want to take all the glory in my first year. She's saying, like, you have some credentials. <laughs> oh, okay. In terms of putting yourselves as mercenaries for the caravan itself to hire. Right. So she is saying, like, oh, yeah, I think he would be able to get that job. Yeah, okay. And if Henrik is the official yeah. sergeant on the board. Maeve is not saying, like, oh, I'll put in a word for you. But Henrik is there. And okay. can vouch for you. And you have actual... You were in that competition and you did well. So, like, there's that to vouch for you, too. Yep. Okay. That is good. We appreciate that. We'll probably check that out. Also, I don't know if you would care to know or not, I did find out what happened to Anador. Uh, he died in battle that, like, that very day, week, uh, when the undead attacked 30-odd years ago. So, I just thought I would share that. Is Trick's delivery as casual and level as yours? I understand Trick never knew Anador, and Trick right. has Nasir, who is dad. Yeah, it is, I would say, of a similar, like, I am just relaying information. I don't know how you will feel about it, Okay. but I think it's good for you to know. Okay, so I think Maeve just says, I can't say that it's good that he died, but at least he died well. Yeah, like, burned you know, bright, as I understand. Defending his people. Yes. He bought everyone else enough time to get away and get back to the village, including me. So, that does, however, bring up some undead attacked our forest. We dealt with it. When? Two weeks ago. I have no idea what today is. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Okay, as opposed to like 30 years ago. Yeah, 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 no, like at the start of summer. Okay. We were curious if you noticed increased levels of activity in the South Tower barony. She has heard that there's been some undead sightings in the tunnels underneath the city. She wasn't sure how much... Yes, I saw some down there. She wasn't sure how much credence to lend towards that. No, no trickle. Go like, yeah, no, we... There was a rowdy group of skeletons. Okay. Actually, she looks to Hepa for confirmation. She knows <laughs> that you are, you can be a lying, a lying fool at times. So she directs her questions to Hepa... So, tell me about these skeletons. She pulls out her map. She's like, here are the places that we've found. Um, as I understand it, if they're not properly destroyed, they can come up again. She specifically cares about the ones near South Tower. So, so yeah, so I'll point out there. And then, I don't know if there's any battles that Hepa had learned of. That So, she'll point out anything that would be... She doesn't know for sure, but she had heard there were battles there. So Okay. And she gets from you guys, like, number of skeletons you saw and, like, everything like that. Skeleton archers. Nasty fellas. 
she nods in agreement, having spent many years fighting them herself. But then she mutters something that is maybe addressed more towards to Wayne than to you about how like the mace is superior for dealing with them. <laughs> but think of all the honor you lose. <laughs> Uh, now, now, if she wants to be a horse lord, she's got to follow the horse lord rules. Oh, because it would break all the bones. That would help. Oh, yeah, definitely. But even if they come back, they can't do as much. But horse lords don't use maces, so you can't use a mace if you're going to be a horse lord. At least the horses can trample. They're good for something. The lords, maybe not so much. Well, then you'd break the bones with the swords if you got in the right. The very, like, analytical the big approach bones. is so hilarious, the trick. That would help. Or just burning them, I think. Uh, bones don't really burn. You know what? I guess it's probably not that bad. Look. Next skeleton I see is getting punched in the face. Do you put on your... Yes. <laughs> the leg bone, the big one, that would probably be better. To punch? If you can break that, then they can't walk. Oh, well, yes. Effectively. Just go for the femur. It's worth a shot. Okay, but she had just heard vague reports of... Not as though she had apprehended yeah, all... there's not, like... Yeah. For, you know, I don't know, stealing a book. Well, you were asking her about undead. Yes, yes, yes. You were not asking her, has anybody burgled? No, and I'm not going to. But the upshot of this is, it sounds like the only recent undead activity here was what you guys yourself experienced. Yes, all right, well, that's good. So nothing in several months. That help us. It's a lot of activity. Nothing we don't already know. For 30 years. Mm, <laughs> nothing that people didn't dig up themselves. Is that what happened under the city? I guess we did disturb yeah. the area. Yeah, I think that's that's accurate. But the ones in the village just showed up. The ones in the village just showed up. So that means if you don't disturb them, they're still there waiting. Yeah, yeah. Break, break the bones apart. Yeah, you, you gotta find a way to get these these bones a final rest. We're still working on that part. Sounds very proactive of you. Trick is slightly affronted. <laughs> Well, they started burning down trees. Oh, yes, that's there was what it a takes. and there's like a pause forest fire. Mm-hmm. Yep. Once the precious trees are affected, that's the time to act. If someone was burning all of your wheat, you would feel similar. If someone was burning your stables, how would you feel? We did lose some people. My apologies. It's very fresh in memory for us right now. That was very brave of Peppa. Take that. All right, is there anything further you need of Maeve? I don't think so. I thought the bow was working great. Oh, you demonstrate that you can shoot properly? Would you like to make a roll right now? No, I'm just curious whether you... Uh, yes, because he has been learning offhand like this. Uh, no, it works. works very well. Uh, you know, I, I take an appropriate amount of flack for using a strange bow. Good, good, good. All right, so it sounds like you are interested in signing up for this caravan. Yeah. Is there anything else that you need to do in South Tower before this caravan leaves? Talk to Helleth. Is that the last thing you need to do? I need to ask Alric about the reading thing. Oh, that's true. So maybe maybe why don't you talk to Alric? Yeah. And I'll talk to Helleth. Okay. You can talk with them kind of like at lunchtime when things are... Or like just yeah, after lunch. Two o'clock. So you have an opportunity to talk with both of them before the dinner rush begins, but after like their lunchtime activities. Because Helleth comes on in the afternoon. She doesn't do lunches. That's right. So you can talk with Alric, mm-hmm. who will give you a drink, which is he has chosen the liquor to go with the tonic you made. And he is kind of like playfully asking you like what the name of this, this drink should be then. 
Well, nothing with nutritious in it, I think. What does it taste like to you? So you had mentioned bee pollen. Yeah. So I'm assuming there is some sort of honey involved in this drink. Like if there was pollen. I was thinking it's just pollen. Nature's I, nectar? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if elves get pollen from bees or not, but... I, I think Fenouin does. Yeah, so... She probably sticks her face in a flower. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so bee pollen, and then I guess that would be for the nutritional effect. And then, I don't know, what's an herb? Mint? Okay. Honey mint, I guess, would be sort of the flavor it would probably taste like. Okay. Elvish mint, I guess. I guess you can chew it for breath. Never know when you're going to need fresh breath. Okay, well, well, why don't we call it like the fresh air then? That sounds great. So you guys sip that and you wanted to ask him something. Yeah, I'm like, so, how does she want to broach this? She doesn't want to be offensive or not, but I don't know if it would be a thing that in from elvish society it would be like. Okay, so let me ask you this. Does she have any intention of being clever about this? Because you could engage him in conversation about topics that were in the letters that would indicate whether he knew their contents or not. Right. Or are you sitting there awkwardly trying to think of something to say and he's making conversation with her? I don't think she's going to be that clever about it because it's not that she wants to know if he knows what's in there, but also she wants to know if he's got a shared email account. I'm trying to think how much she would think that Damal might be reading them to him. Like, I don't know that I we've encountered any scenario with that. And I think in a society that reads, it wouldn't be the first thing I would think of. She's ignorant. So I think maybe she's going to try to figure out how to ask him, just like broach the topic. How would I have to put it? She'd be straight up, I think. So, written a few letters. Um, is that okay? Yeah, that was very nice of you. But Damal said you can't read them? Oh, no, no, but Damal believes that you can't read them. And Alex says, no, I can't. I don't read. Is it a problem? I'm so sorry, and I've been just writing all these letters. You don't need to apologize for corresponding. I mean, I was surprised, but it's nice that you wanted to let me know what you were up to. So you know what's in them? Yeah, Damal read them to me. Oh, okay. So, but that's okay then? At this point, Alaric's like, perhaps you don't understand how a messenger service works? The scribe is responsible for the correspondence. My birds simply transport the letters. The mall writes them and reads them to the recipients. But he doesn't write that small. He, he does write small, but I can read what he sends. So you've learned to read. That's why you can read. I'm not understanding what the problem is here. Do you, do you want me to find somebody else who can read? No, that's fine. I just didn't realize that you weren't able to read them yourself. Is that a problem that I can't read? I think maybe I might have mentioned magic a little bit more than Damal would like to read. Is it a problem for you that Damal's reading the things that I'm writing? Alric reaches out and kind of like takes hold of your hand on the counter. Mm -hmm. And he's like, is it a problem for you that I do not know how to read? Like, does it bother me? Yes. No. I do feel like I made some trouble by saying some of the things I said in there that Damal was reading. And also, I'm a little 
embarrassed that I was just sending you these things and not realizing that you might not have a way to read them. I do have a way to read them. That's part of Damal's job as part of the messenger service. But if that's a problem for you, then I can do something about it. I think it's okay if it doesn't bother you. Is it okay what I write in there? I think Damal got a little out of line. Now I'm causing family trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Elric, he thinks for a bit, and then he says, I, I think Damal overstepped himself because you discussed alchemical topics, and that made him feel like he had more right to the information than he did. I like that you sent me letters, Hepa. I didn't expect that to happen, and it's very touching that you would think of me. I'm sorry if my uncle has caused any friction, and that won't happen again. I can be more careful with things I write. Alric will reiterate what he told you about magic before, which is, don't you modify your behavior because of what somebody else has done. Damal doesn't get to dictate the terms of our relationship. Okay. Uh, There's some things that apparently you should probably say in person. <laughs> <laughs> Alric just likes that you didn't dispute saying that there was a relationship. <laughs> the fl- and the flower's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile. Uh, at a table while Trick was trying to show Mate how to tie a knot, somehow Mate has managed to tie Trick's hands together. It's like, how did you do this? Where did you learn this knot? Has he been showing you things? And and May goes, my bird, my bird. <laughs> if it's infused with fey magic, you know he taught this year taught him. Jeez, it's gonna take a little doing. Health slides into the the seat across from you. Can I borrow your knife for a second? And she says, I wouldn't think you would want a knife from me. And she says in a slightly menacing manner. <laughs> <laughs> I said borrow. I'll give it back. This is why I chose to talk to Alric. Close the. She uh, yeah, you guys or seated in one of the, the curtained booths of silence. She holds out a knife, like, yeah. point up for you to cut yourself free on. But she doesn't give you her knife. Yeah, but that's fine. And then she has it, like, out and just kind of, like, cleaning her fingernails or whatever with, like, the sharp knife as you guys talk. Yeah, uh, first I thought she'd like to know a little bit more that, yes, Keshin is doing very well. So what do you mean when you say that? Just not in chains? No, like, he actually looks healthier than I've ever seen him. So... I think he may have even half-smiled once. So whatever Damal was able to cook up worked? It's been a better balance for him. No, yeah. I cooked it up. Yeah, well, yeah I should say. <laughs> I cooked up the refined thing, the thing that woke him up, Damal helped that's, with. Yeah, that's true. I should say, well, I mean, Damal's consultation there. was very useful. But, I mean, Hepa really cooked up the right brute for him. Before, it was like, you know, he was just a sad drunk that he can't get through. But now he's a little more measured. I mean, he's still... As you can imagine, a guarded fellow. But I thought you would want to know. I appreciate that. Yes, so he's, he's doing much better. And he, I don't know, he looks like he has a, a mission. She nods, but she doesn't say anything related to that. Interesting. Okay. Can I, like, make a perception check on her to try to get read, even though her cool is so good? Yep, red, red, purple. Me... You got a story point if you're desperate? No, not for this. Does she suddenly owe you a favor? No, <laughs> somebody does. No, that is a net one threat. Yeah, she's too cool for you to read. Yeah, but that's fine. Anyway, you had told me how you were able to give Ketchin access to this book of risks. It's not there anymore now? Is that what you said, though? She smirks. I'm a little surprised that uh, Ulf had to hire you. 
He wouldn't do it himself. I don't ask why when people seek out talent. Okay. I just need their money to be good. And Ulf had a lot of it. That slightly surprises me, because he was digging around for extra cash. I can't fault a person for wanting to get more money out of a job. I mean, can't you, though? Because it almost cost him his life. She doesn't know the details of what you're talking about. Oh, he was attacked by skeletons. At the same time, we were attacked by skeletons. We, the three of us, were attacked by skeletons. <laughs> There's skeletons under your city. <laughs> okay. Did he leave any way to contact him again? Or say where he was headed? Yeah, she certainly wasn't, like, needing a way to, like, correspond with him or anything. Like, it was a one-time job. She said that he was bound for Carson. She knows that much, which is information you already have. Yes, but that's a good secondary check. She asks what your interest is in this matter. I thought you didn't ask why. (laughs) She refines her question. (laughs) Clever retort. (laughs) And she asks... Is it that you want the book itself, or do you just want some of the information in it? Like, would you be willing to pay for just some of the information in it? Catchin has some. Probably it would be the book itself, because I don't know what's important in there versus not. And, you know, I just saw Catchin not, not that long ago, so hypothetically, I had access to whatever was in his head or whatever he copied. Out Are of you, there. is Trick saying those things? Yes, I think because Helleth knows that. Ketchin was with us in the forest, and Hell was the one that told us that. Okay. So I, Trick doesn't feel like he's really needing new information here, and I don't think he is. Okay. So, like, if there was something in the book that he already knew. So Ketchin doesn't need the book? You want it? Well, not me personally. Our forest was attacked by undead. That's what Trick will tell her. We managed to fight them off, but not without loss. So we're looking for ways to better defend against them, including just putting them down, you know. Permanently. As far as you know, is there anything in that book that would be helpful? I don't know what Ketchin told you or what you read yourself over his shoulder. You need to make a charm check with her. That's going to be tricky business. Or you could make a negotiated check if you offer her money. That's the thing. Like, she was trying to assess what's of value to you. That's true. And Let's... she asked if you wanted information from it, and you at first said no, but now it sounds like you are wanting information. That's true. That's true. This is... I will make a negotiate check, then. What is her negotiate? Just her presence, which is three. That's good. Fewer despairs, but still two threats. Yeah, you just have a horrible time dealing with her. I mean, I did punch her yesterday. So, you ask your question. Yeah. And she says, I know things, but they're not free. Right. Is there a way we can... Agree to a price on if information is useful, such that information I don't already know. If it's information I already know, then no transaction occurs. If you have new information, then you get paid. Do you know the verses? She thinks a cool check. He has no idea what that's even referring to. It's <laughs> <laughs> against her, like, vigilance. Yeah, which is red-purple. Well, that's a failure with a pile of advantages. So you indicate by your look that you don't know what she's talking about, but you're intrigued? Yeah, like, I'm not interested in a specific passage, just of if the information is new. I don't have this many details about the book. Whereas, like, the phrase final rest, was that, like, a capital? That final rest was you guys. That doesn't work on it. You guys ended up settling on that term. That yes. wasn't a term Catchin was using. Okay. Are there any passages that, yeah, 
it's essentially like I'd have to like flip through it. But from her perspective, like Katchen already extracted a certain quantity of information from that book. If you are acting as if everything Katchen extracted is already covered, then like she can't help you. Yeah. But if you're wanting to act on information that Katchen knows but Katchen didn't share with you, she has access to some of that. Okay. What would it cost to just flip through this information? And then if I wish to make a copy, I will pay it a higher cost. Okay. For 50 gold pieces, you can have access to the information. Both have that myself. Yes. Yes, I think we can do that. I will pay her the money, assuming we do this tonight or something. Yeah. After the rush. We'll be doing this at 3 a.m. Here or... Okay. In a secure location. We're going to break into Ulf's vault. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, just because I changed hands doesn't mean... Yeah. What would it cost to steal it back from Ulf? <laughs> I mean, we could just swipe to that. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. So in the middle of the night, after Hell's shift is over, because Helleth lives a life that is shifted from other people's by about eight hours. Right. She goes to work. Then she starts her day. You meet with Helleth in the underground tunnel type space. She arrives there, and she has a sheaf of papers. This sheaf of papers is not as big as the Book of Wrists. Right. But what it is, is a set of of pages that start off extremely sloppy, and by the end of the stack of paper, look far neater. There's, like, lines... She was learning to write. She was learning to read and write. And so there's lines of, like, what you recognize as Katchen's handwriting, mm-hmm. and what you now know is Hella's attempts to write. So what she has is some pages from the book that he used to teach her to read and write. I see you were paid well indeed for your efforts. She said, well, it was a several-month-long contract. That doesn't come cheap. No, it does not. I hope that proves useful to you and your work. In fact, it already is. There are 50 coins are So, it's not the full book. It's some pages of it. But there might be something in there. And so, at this point, you're being allowed to, like, look through the pages. Yes. And then if you deem that there's something worthy, you will be allowed to copy them. All right, well... Let's get started. All right. So you guys can make lore checks to kind of like evaluate the pages. How hard is this? Two purples, but there's going to be a black die because it's disjointed information. Yeah. So you guys can... Uh, We might as well both roll. Yeah. We both read, so... Do we have story points? We have one story point. Because if I roll a triumph, then we get some extra goodies. It's yours. The four triples. You're going to roll a verse. He's going to roll a reverse. You're going to make yourself better at yes. this check? What is, it? what is he fiddling with as he does this? Are you fiddling with your new willow knuckles? Sure, let's say he is. And it did occur to him, like, these might be an implement. All right. This is chicken scratch. Wait, no. Chicken scratch is where all the information is. And this is... <laughs> you know what? This is way better. You've ever read... Catch him Have you ever seen Dwarvish script? It's a horrible, blocky mess. This... This isn't so bad. I think I can figure this out. And he, actually, he starts, like, he's twirling the thing, but he's, like, flipping the, the pages themselves. Well, not folding them. Right. Like like a flip book. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, like, you can also see, like, oh, she's, like, her writing is improving. Oh, so you can, like, watch the writing improve as you flip through. Yeah, like, you know, this actually gets easier to read as we go along. That is a success. Two strain for casting augment on yourself. 
To sharpen your wits. Sharpen my wits. Oh, wow. That's going to be... Because I'm actually an intelligent person, but... But now you're super intelligent. Suddenly, crystal clarity. And yet... Paper cuts. Paper cuts! She's like, it's going to cost you extra to bleed on my papers. It, no, this is elusive, and it's just hard to... It is hard to put together the story. How did your role go, Heppa? Uh, success and advantage. No triumphs, so mm. that story point was in vain. So... Heba is able to extract that there is indeed some things of value here. Uh-huh. There's a section that is kind of like an epic poem sort of thing, and it tells the experience of Gritta. Oh, right. We've heard about this once. You have heard that name before. That was the ring. You know that the Emerald Ring is the Ring of Gritta. Right. So I'm not going to tell you all the details of what this is, mm-hmm. but that lay is written in a way... That have a you think is coded information. Okay. So like this is already something that was in a book that was protected. Right. It itself is written in something of a code. Right. That like on first reading is seems like legit okay. But you're and, gonna want it word for word to decipher it. Right. And yeah. you're thinking like that this was a way to communicate unsafe information completely out in the open. That some listeners would just be like, that's a good old song. And other people would be like, oh, that's what that means. Right. So of the stuff that she's got copies of, that's the thing that is of value. Okay. And our 50 coins covered the copying? The 50 coins was you guys being allowed to look through this and decide if there was anything of value. Since the only thing of value is like that one page with the ballad on it. Right. You can... Uh, I was proposing to pay her in some useful information. What sort of information would that be? That certain members of the Tower Guard are going to be out of town in a few days. <laughs> so the Tower will be less guarded than before? Whatever you want to do is whatever you want to do with that. <laughs> Your mother's ambition. You're just like... I can't believe how much you play both sides here. <laughs> trick has no allegiances. It's not from this town. Does Trick have any friends? Yes. Catch it. <laughs> Peppa's family. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you just don't like your mother. Next time you see Catch and he'll be like, how's Hulk doing? And he'll be like, well, I got arrested by my mom. Yeah, yeah she kind of got arrested. It might be my fault. I mean, she took the gamble, though. Relax, she's fine. I sprung her out of jail. People need to relax. You two need to talk to each other. Yeah. So you gotta talk to that woman. Come on, man. What are you talking about? He sends her letters. They're just like five words long. See, not like me. I know how to treat my paramour. Yeah. And his <laughs> uncle. Well, that's the real reason that he was teaching her how to read. So I wouldn't have to go through them all. You don't know. You don't ask. Because he doesn't like magic. Uh, yes, I don't know. That's... You need a negotiation roll because yes. you failed the negotiation roll before. Yeah. So if you want to try to get through this without... Partner, and I just used up our last story point. So yeah. I'll use an evil point. Okay. You won't be able to benefit. That is a success with one threat. Imagine that's not the most useful information, but I'm only asking for one page. You are only asking for one page. She will allow it, but I will say... That she's suspicious of the information. That's probably healthy. Right, but I'm saying, like, she's cottoning onto you, Trick. Yeah, that's fair. I will also ask her, uh, since this caravan is supposed to be hauling some prisoners at places, is there anybody in that group you care about? 
that if they happen to get away, these things happen. Oh, that. She says all those rats can drown as far as she's concerned. Oh, it's all rats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll spring it, maybe not. We'll see. I got no vendetta with Aoife. I believe that covers everything. And you guys can leave on a caravan next week. I'll say goodbye to Alric and ask him if I should add more magic to my letters. <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, ask him to talk to Helleth about if he wants to learn to read? Oh, no, Helleth no, not... can just read for him now. That's really up to him. I mean, if he's not embarrassed about Damal reading these personal things, then I think that's really up to him. She didn't want to be sending really personal things, and he's like, now my uncle's reading this, but he doesn't seem to be concerned with it. And if he doesn't care about the magic and he's encouraging her not to change it, then she's not going to ask more from him. He seems okay with the arrangement. Fair enough. Alric is glad to receive letters from you and like know what's going on in your life and what's important to you and things like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was pretty clear that he liked the whole thing from Peppa's perspective. Yeah. He's very sweetly, don't change a thing. <laughs> Don't change because my uncle wants you to. I certainly never did. <laughs> really seems like he can read. <laughs> he can read people. Can't read letters. Okay. You guys can get 10 XP, and then next week we will pick up with you on the caravan. Like, you, you already have the credentials. Yes. You don't need to yeah. negotiate your way onto it or anything like that. Good. We look like we could be mercenaries. We are mercenaries. I what mother would say. <laughs> She'd probably be happy you have a job. <laughs> GM Jennifer here. Tracking currency is not something I particularly enjoy in RPGs. And yet here I have saddled my players with debt which had the potential to push them away from story-oriented playing to money-grabbing. Why did I do this? Well, the simple reason was to continue giving them reasons to return to the parting glass to interact with the NPCs there. The players really liked the parting glass and its cast of characters, but I didn't want them to have to bend over backwards trying to justify time in South Tower when there was a whole country of Westnoth to explore. This way, they're free to follow the story wherever it leads confident that I'll provide space for them to return to their secondary home base at some point in the future. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at delborovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland, a.k.a. West, licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience. <laughs>